1: is going to be our special guest, he will be joining us live, also we're going to be doing our normal entertainment, the Hollywood Weird Report, and we are going to be telling you about some celebrities that we have lost while we've been gone, we're back, and this is All You Need to Know Radio, let's get started right now.
0: There's only two sets of people in the world, the
2: ones that entertains and the ones that girls. Oh, baby, I put on a show kind of girl, don't let the backseat, got up be first. Oh,
1: Good evening, everybody. We would like to welcome everyone around the world and beyond. This is All You Need to Know Radio. I am your host, Luke Diesel, with the amazing... Robin. And we are back. We are. We are. It's been a long vacation for us. Let me tell you something. I needed it. Me too. Let's get straight into it. Our producers are telling us that we have John Hardgrove on the phone. Wonderful, Mister Hardgrove. Are you with us? Luke and Robin. Thanks for having me back. Absolutely. John. Hey. Let's remind everybody real quick about who John Hardgrove is. This is the trailer to Blackfish. Take a listen.
0: When you look into their eyes, you know somebody is home.
1: They're an animal that possesses great spiritual power not to be meddled with. We need SO to respond for a dead person at SeaWorld. A whale is eaten one of the trainers.
0: Telecom though,
2: is always the one that went after her. Don is the senior trainer here at Shamu Stadium.
3: She captured what it means to be a SeaWorld trainer, that it made me realize what happened to her really could have happened to anyone.
0: I've been expecting somebody to be killed by a telecom.
3: We weren't told much about it, other than it was
0: trainer error. It didn't just happen. It's not a singular
3: event. You have to go back to understand this. The speedboat herded the man, and they could just pick out the young ones. This is the worst thing that I've ever done.
0: When Tilikum arrived at SeaWorld, he was twice as large as the next animal.
1: We stored these whales in what we call a module, which was 20 feet across and 30 feet deep, and the lights were all turned out. probably led to what I think is a psychosis
2: in captivity are all psychologically traumatized it's not just telecom if you were in a bathtub for 25 years don't you think you'd get a little psychotic
1: don would tell you that it was her mistake they blamed her it's just a bold-faced lie
0: i was just instructed to get rid of the day industry has a vested interest in spinning these.
3: That sells a lot of shampoo dolls. It sells a lot of tickets at the gate. There's no record of an orca doing any harm in the wild.
1: All right. If you are just joining us, this is All You Need to Know Radio. That is the trailer of the nominated by so many awards, I can't even name all of them. Sundance, CNN now owns this this movie. Let me tell you somebody who wished they'd never heard of this movie is the board of directors of SeaWorld. We now have John Hardgrove joining us. Thank you so much. My when pleasure. You hear, let me take you back real quick. When you hear that Don, one of your best friends, is in the water with the whale.
3: What goes through your mind? Well, you mean when I found out that she that Telecom had grabbed her and pulled her in? Yes, sir. Is that what you mean? Um, I mean, you know, I just couldn't believe that it was Don. I mean, at, at the point that we found out, um, I was at Shamu Stadium in Texas, and uh, when we were pulled into the office and told um, that she was dead. Um, Tillicum still had her, he had not given her back yet, so um, that was a very disturbing part of it too, to think like, you know, we didn't even have the ability, the power to get her body away from him um, for 45 minutes, and of course he dismembered her, so it wasn't just a simple drowning, like Sewell would like to make people think, um, you know, the autopsy report, it's it's all out knowledge, so all you have to do is look, but... You know, he tore off her left arm completely. He completely scalped her. He crushed in the bones in her face. He severed her spinal cord. All her remaining limbs were dislocated. I mean, it was a very gruesome end for Dawn, which is awful. Um, So, yeah, it wasn't easy. It's still not easy, but, you know, you distance yourself from it somewhat.
1: Absolutely. Now let's fast forward to today. There have been so many things that have happened because of Blackfish. Enlighten our audience.
3: Oh, gosh. That would take up all the time. So much has happened, which is good for this issue and not good for SeaWorld. Um, you know, as SeaWorld continued um, the line that they keep, which is, you know, they, there was no noticeable impact on their business. After Blackfish, well, everyone knows now that that's not, simply not the truth. started with more than 10 legendary artists who uh, canceled their concert series, refused to perform at SeaWorld. We're talking legendary, legendary, like Willie Nelson, Trisha Yearwood, Trace Adkins, except boys. Um, they all pulled out that we don't agree with the way that you treat your animals. Um, and this is while SeaWorld's still saying, oh, no, nothing has ha- happened to us. We've had no noticeable impact. And then... Um, Very um, noteworthy, um, bad word to say, but noteworthy celebrities were very uh, outspoken, um, critical against SeaWorld. And then financially, um, well, well then the really important uh, legislation happened in California, the proposal of that AB 2140, which I co-sponsored. It's also known as the Orca Welfare and Safety Act. Um, we're still involved with that. I testified before the California State Assembly back in April. It's currently an interim study, um, so we'll be testifying again. Then I supported New York State Senator Greg Ball for basically, I mean, there were some some subtle differences in the bill, but essentially essentially, it's the same legislation um, to be passed in New York State. And um, then 40 members of Congress banded together and um called out the USDA for failing to update marine mammals in captivity regulations for 20 years and demanded that a study be taken on the effects of killer whales in captivity and then, um, and then they lost their appeal so they lost the court case they appealed it, the U.S. Court of Appeals in Washington D.C. rejected their appeal three days after our testimony before the California State Assembly and, um, and then in mid-August so just a couple of weeks ago, point, that's when their stock um, value plummeted thirty-three percent in just one day. Um, they yeah, lost we're, we're one point five that, million. But, but hold
1: on, hold on one second. Let me go back to this bill. If this bill passes, is it my understanding that SeaWorld will no longer be able to have whales in captivity?
3: Correct. What what it will allow them to do is continue to have the whales that they currently have. Um, so you're not setting these whales free in the ocean, which I don't, or, I wouldn't advocate for or agree with, this is, so you're we're saying basically this is it, this is the last generation of killer whales in captivity, you can mm-hmm. no longer breed these animals, you, you can no longer forcibly, artificially inseminate these animals or transport them from one park to another or the, the um, reproductive genetic um, material across state lines. So it, it basically it will completely stop them and their uh you know, to breathe these continue to breed these animals and have captivity, uh, killer was in captivity forever. So it's very important. I agree with it hundred percent. That's why it was my honor when they asked me to co sponsor it and testify in California and I was honored when um Greg Ball, senator in New York, asked me to support him because that's what we need. This is the first time ever that this this is historic legislation in its time. So I've always said in my interviews, this is what I advocated for. So now when you have these powerful legislators, senators, lawmakers, you name it, that are doing that and pushing for it, I had to, I had to give them my, my support, my help.
1: Absolutely. Now, John, that music means we need to take a break. And when we come back, we're going to continue to talk about how Blackfish has affected SeaWorld's bottom line. The CEO stands defiant he's not apologizing for anything what will it cost him you're listening to all you need to know radio i'm your host luke diesel with the amazing we'll be right back Fun you of these five on xandar apparently they think they can save the galaxy what the hell
3: i look around at us and i see a thief two thugs an assassin and a maniac but we're not going to stand by as evil wipes out billions of lives Oh, oh yeah
1: you're welcome No thing like me set me. Who are you? We're the Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> Who? Forget it. Yeah! Guardians of the Galaxy in Theaters August 1st. In theaters now. If I say.
2: People always say certain events will be the best day of your life.
0: Like your a or your
2: prom. The best day of my life was one I never even saw coming. Mia! No way. I'm not playing for you guys.
1: Not for us, with us. Come on home. we are playing together.
2: I've always thought of the cello as a solo instrument. It's probably why it's always made me so comfortable. You
1: can't hide in that rehearsal room forever. It's too late. I see you.
0: Because I like to watch you play. You go to another place and you're
2: beautiful.
1: I never really felt like I belonged. Until the night of the bonfire. That was my scene. That was where I belonged. That
0: was who I belonged with. That's what happiness felt like. <laughs> You wanna. You wanna. You wanna hot buddy. You wanna booty. You wanna nothing but it. You better work, bitch.
2: You wanna
0: love making me sit and watch you. Little
1: hot and a big kitty. You better work, bitch. All right, everybody, welcome back to All You Need to Know Radio. That is the amazing Britney Spears which we have some pretty shocking news coming up for her, about her in the Hollywood Weird Report. It's Robin's favorite part of the show. Let's get back to John Hargrove. Mr. Hargrove. So yes, sir. Blackfish comes out, and, and SeaWorld is a smash. Smashes all numbers on CNN, is a hit at Sundance. Seemingly, if you have not seen Blackfish, if you've been under a rock, you can actually rent it on Redbox now. I think you can get it out of the country. Is that correct?
3: Oh yeah, actually, I just um, got contacted yesterday for interviews in France. Because what happened, the the big, you know, even though it was released by Magnolia Pictures for theatrical release, it really exploded once it was released on CNN last fall. Um, and now over 100 million people globally have seen the film. But um, France is just now going to France and in their um, prime time cable slot by their biggest stations, and so they're, they're having a big push right now in France publicity-wise, so I'll, I'll be doing some of those interviews coming up. But, um, you know, I, and I'm glad to see it because it just puts more pressure on them to change because it makes even more people aware of what's really happening to these animals.
1: Everybody out there, if you have not seen blackfish, you're missing out. Don't listen to all the naysayers that are, you know, pe- anybody that's saying anything against this film, they work for SeaWorld, period. <laughs>
3: that's, pre- that's true, too. I think
1: we're way that's past
2: that. I think we're way past the, the public believing yeah. anything good about
1: SeaWorld.
3: Yeah, you're exactly all right. Robin, right. you it's had a
1: question. And you wanted to ask John something.
2: I did want to ask you something. You know, when I was a little girl, my parents took me to something similar to SeaWorld one time, and it was a lot of fun. And, and of course, they took me to the circus. And as we become more aware, I don't attend anything similar to SeaWorld, or I've never been to SeaWorld, and I've long stopped going to anything similar to any type of a circus because of all of the awareness about the treatment of elephants, et cetera. So my question to you is, is there any reason, cause, benefit, conservation, awareness, reason that animals, cetaceans, reptiles, anything is kept in captivity for people to see? And and if so, if so, what would be the proper way to care for these creatures that are, you know, so beautiful?
3: It's a good question and the answer is no. There is no reason to hold um, dolphins, killer whales, any type of cetacean uh, captive. There's not. The the only exception to that would be when there's a stranding, you know, a dolphin stranding or a right. sea lion stranding and you're rehabilitating that animal and you're putting them back out into the wild. That is the only exception. World is not, or any facility that has... Um, you know, because has almost all the killer whales in the world. There are a few other places that have just like one solitary killer whale except for one place in Japan. Um, but there's no, they're not benefiting the wild population of orcas at all. They're, they're, these animals, okay. are, they're strictly for entertainment, strictly for profit. Um, and, you know, now, I mean, there are, there are a lot of countries that have already made it illegal. So what we're trying to do right now in America, we are... 10, even 20 years behind some countries already. Costa Rica, I went to Costa Rica to promote blackfish. I did not know this about Costa Rica until I got there, but they, have not, they don't do any circus-type shows that involve animals. You cannot have any London. caged animal in the country, and you cannot sport hunt. And I was so blown away by that because, you know, it's so easy to get stuck in that. Yeah, that we, we're so used to thinking that we're, we are the leaders in the world. Yeah, the United States. Right. And, you know, there's some great things about America, obviously. I love being an American, but we are not the leaders on every issue. We're not as progressive as these other countries. Even Mexico has now made it illegal to have dolphins on display. Mexico. So we're behind Costa Rica, Mexico, the UK. I could go on and on. So we're just trying to play catch up at this point.
1: Right. Oh okay, okay so thank you. Real quick, so you you said you something before we went to break that I was not aware of. The new legislation would not force SeaWorld to get rid of the whales
3: that they already have, correct? Right, exactly. And SeaWorld tries to spin it and make people think that that's what we're saying. No, not at all. I, I Listen, I am not a radical. I would never condone or uh, I would be fighting to stop it if someone was trying to put, like, dump all these whales at SeaWorld back into the wild. I'd be fighting to stop that. So this, this legislation is very clear. Um, you know, it says, you know, that ideally living in a perfect world, if we can develop a sea sanctuary, so they're still in the care of man, which is a SeaWorld phrase, still in the care of man. They use, they use that into the captivity. Um, but I bet they, that cringes
1: your brain to say that. I bet that cringes your brain
3: to say that. Well, I, you know, the way I speak, because I was so programmed for so many years, I mean, you catch me all the time, I still say we when I'm describing SeaWorld and all that, because it's still fresh. I mean, I only left SeaWorld just two years ago. And, you know, it seems like a total other life at this point, because so much has happened. But, um, yeah, we are, the legislation is, you know, if we can come up with a sea sanctuary, um, and, if a, and if an agreement cannot be made on a sea sanctuary then um, they live out the remainder of their life, but you have to stop their, their breeding program. You have to stop your breeding program. You have to stop artificially inseminating right. these animals. You can't just continue to have them because even with all this going on, last July, which is when blackfish came out theatrically, to California art, forcibly artificially inseminated an eight-year-old killer whale. And just so you and your viewers understand the magnitude of that, an eight-year-old is a kid. She's a kid. In the wild, they wouldn't have Mm. their first calf until 13 to 15 years old. Now they're forcibly artificially humiliating her. I think think it's called forcible rape. Yeah, and people, it would would be, of course, it would be forcible rape. So her body is not even fully formed yet, and they're putting this stress on her body. It's sick. It's sick. So this just goes to show you this is what, this is the company we're dealing with. This is how they view and treat their animals. They're not you know, the leaders in the world for animal care, those facilities are a death camp. They want to argue and fight against these sanctuaries because they they say, oh, the pollution and the disease. We have had multiple killer whales die from mosquito-transmitted encephalitis. It only happens in captivity because in the wild they're not bit by mosquitoes. So, and the reason why it kills this very large and, you know, incredible animal is because Mm -hmm. it's foreign. They don't, they've never had to deal with something like that, so their body is not equipped to fight it. So just a, a simple mosquito bite can take down the world's largest and most impressive predator. So it's, uh, it's so sad. So we've had whales die, multiple whales die from mosquito bites because they're just stationary at the surface of the water through to confinement, and it's not natural to have them in the middle of Texas or in the middle of, of Florida. So, um, right. and then um, you know we've had all the other whales that have died. It's all from infections, pneumonia. A, a skull was crushed between two closing gates. So their their um, idea that they would like the public to think is that they live in these pristine, disease-free, pollution-free environments is patently false. They use chlorine well, let me tell you something. to clean the that public water. public a death camp.
1: The public is it not is. listening. And here's the proof. Yahoo News is reporting that SeaWorld Entertainment is truly having a year to forget, largely thanks to most of the recent earnings report and the impact of the ongoing public relations issue. In fact, the stock is down by over 30%. So Blackfish is having an impact.
3: Well, and, you know, going back to what the CEO was trying to say, his statement of uh, after Blackfish was released, oh, we have seen no noticeable impact on our business. Right after Blackfish was released theatrically, so since, since that time, their high of nearly $40 a share, they're, they have lost more than 50% of their stock value. So how can you wow. sit there and continue to say that it hasn't had any impact on your business? And two, why is the CEO still around? What company, um, Luke Robbins, you probably know better than I would, but what co- company keeps around a CEO that in the last 18 months has lost ha- half of the company's value? <laughs> Stay <laughs> you tuned know? So because I, I have
1: a feeling you will see the chair, the the board of directors replacing the CEO pretty quick.
2: That was okay. A nice million dollar settlement, probably.
1: <laughs> With a parachute, go a golden away parachute, away of course. Yeah, he won't go away empty-handed. Okay. Real quick, I heard a rumor you maybe have a book coming out.
3: It's not a rumor; it's a done deal. So, uh, um, yay! yay. Know, before in the past, I, thank you, thank you. Um, I'm very, uh, you know, a great co-writer, and I was very fortunate that Palgrave Macmillan bought my book. So uh, they're my publisher, and um, it will be out in bookstores in the early part of next year. So we haven't uh, officially oh, wow. announced he, he the, the launch the date yet, but it'll be early.
0: Wonderful.
3: Yeah, so it's right around the Wonderful. corner. So uh, I'm, I'm very, I'm very excited and pleased, and I had a, a great team of people um, helping me to accomplish it, and um, you know, I have a lot of faith. Obviously, and you know, McMillan is such a uh, a powerhouse in the publishing world, so I'm very pleased with that, and you know I genuinely uh, like the people that I'm working with at Macmillan.
1: Absolutely, Macmillan's uh, one of the largest ones, so great job on landing that deal, and I am so excited, as well as all of our listeners and Robin, are excited to read the book because so,
2: well, you know, basically the movie just scratched the surface.
3: Yeah, and you know, for me, I didn't. I didn't write like Blackfish 2, because for me, I just explained my, my whole killer whale career, and uh, and then also after, since I've left in the last two years, what, what I've done. So obviously, Blackfish is in there, because that's what I did, you know, a you know, year and a half, two years, I've been consumed with that. But um, I give all the highs and all the lows of my 14-year career that was spread out over 19 years, and, uh, you know, listen, I didn't go into it with the intention of writing a tell-all book, but the way it ended up, it's definitely a tell-all. And that was just because that's Mm -hmm. how it worked out. When I just honestly described Mm -hmm. events that happened in my career, it turned into a tell-all.
1: Okay, John, in 10
3: seconds, tell us what you would like to see happen with SeaWorld and the whales. They have to stop their breeding program. This crisis for their company is not going away. I'm not going away, and no one who is fighting for this issue is going away until they stop their breeding program. And then after that we can tackle larger and better facilities with better enrichment. But number one step that we're not, they no one's cooperating with them until they do the number one step, which is stopping the breeding, stopping the forcible artificial insemination. Forced All artificial insemination. All right, everybody. So
1: we've got to get together and stop the breeding. Our special guest has been John Hargrove. John, will you come back when the book comes out?
3: Thank you, guys. I'd love to.
1: Do Do we have a title of the book yet?
3: Yes, yeah, beneath the surface is the title, and uh, my oh, co-writer like is it. Howard Shore uh, from Time Magazine.
1: Awesome. All right. Thank you so much. You know what Thanks that sound me. means. Thanks for joining us.
3: Thank you, guys.
1: All right. Thank you, John. All right, everybody, you're listening to All You Need to Know Radio. And when we come back, we will have the Hollywood Weird Report. You are listening to All You Need to Know Radio. I am your host, Luke Diesel, with the amazing. Robin. Don't touch that dial. We'll be right back. You
2: say so. Some of us just like to read. What?
1: We arrested these five on Xandar. Apparently, they think they can save the galaxy. What the hell? I look around at us, and
3: I see a thief, two thugs, an assassin, and a maniac. But we're not going to stand by as evil wipes out billions of lives. Oh, yeah.
1: You're welcome. No thing like me, except me. Who are you? We're the Guardians of the Galaxy.
0: (laughs) Who? Forget it. Guardians of the Galaxy, in theaters August 1st.
1: Welcome back to All You Need to Know Radio We just had John Hargrove on with us I love when we have him on with us, don't you Robin?
2: My favorite guest
1: Just amazing And once again, this is All You Need to Know Radio Every Wednesday night at 7pm Central Standard Time Make sure you don't miss this show Because you miss out on everything you need to know, right?
2: That's
1: exactly. all you need to know. Well, all you need to know. That's right. All right. Let's do our song pick of the week. Can you guess who it is? It's a woman. She fights, She's at country music and she's in pop music. She's crossed over and her song went number one in 40 minutes in 49 countries. Can you guess this? Hmm, I don't know. All right. While you're pondering that this is our song pick of the week and it's new and it's dangerous and everyone it's in your face and it's taylor swift shake it off Have like a dancing beat. Uh, it's very uplifting. It just makes you want to get. I wanted something uplifting because of all the craziness going on in this world now. I know. It's just so sad. I yes, come back to all this sad news. At least
2: John is making a difference in his world. You know, he's he's that's why he's so inspiring. Is he really? He makes a difference, and he's focused, and he is determined. So
1: well and I think that
2: situation but he's 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 I think he's rounded the corner and he's doing something. It's just amazing to me that he is doing something for these beautiful creatures.
1: Absolutely. And there needs to be more people and I think more people will get on board even than they have once his book comes out.
2: And you know, once you're made aware you can't go back. Once your brain is opened up to something and you know the truth. And you can't go back. It's like you can't, I, I mean, a normal person, I guess I should say, can't honestly and with no guilt go support SeaWorld knowing what they do now. I mean, you just can't do it.
1: Well, guess what it's time for?
2: My favorite part?
1: It's time for the Hollywood (laughs) Report.
2: Okay. Now it's weird.
1: Well, Britney Spears' life is like a circus, because she's been dating this guy, David. I don't even remember his last name, but have you heard what happened with her?
2: No, I have not. Okay. Let me hear.
1: There's a video of David kissing another woman in a nightclub that surfaces. And it's being offered to the media. Britney Spears' dad pays millions of dollars for this, shows it to Britney, so she breaks up with him. And he wants to, he just wants to see her one more time. (laughs) You think that's going to happen?
2: Well, I would hope not if she's smart.
1: Well, she has an army around her. Potato
2: or something like that.
1: Yeah, I was trying to look it up real quick. But think, think about this. You cheat teacher. on a superstar who has millions of fans. So oh, in British show the other night, she says, I guess you've heard my boyfriend cheated on me.
0: <laughs>
1: so I need the best thing about being cheated on going back out on first date. So she said, I need a hot guy as she screams to a Vegas audience, which, you know, they had to turn the microphone back on for her to scream because she doesn't
0: sing her songs.
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh, goodness. So she says, is there any hot guys out there tonight who want to date me? Of course, the uh-huh. audience goes crazy. Uh-huh. But she brings Perez Hilton on stage. Uh-huh. <laughs> Brittany, listen up. Brittany Spears, are you listening? I can introduce you to hotter guys than Perez Hilton. And let me tell you something, sweetheart, he's not that into you.
2: Yeah, but he loves her.
1: He does love her, yeah. Nothing wrong <laughs> with that.
2: You know, she's pretty smart with her PR. I mean, that's a, that was a pretty good move because she got lots of publicity bringing him up. I saw him posting all over every everything, every social media outlet he could post on.
1: We actually have news about him. But he's not—he's not big enough to be at the top of this, so he'll be the, yeah. one of the very last ones.
2: Oh, okay.
1: Now we move on to Justin Bieber. Okay. Justin Bieber, guess what he spent over the weekend? Any guesses? His middle anything? name
2: is Trouble. Justin
1: Trouble Bieber. He was arrested. hmm I heard that. In Canada. Now, would you think that? His arrest in Canada will have anything to do with his two-year probation he's currently on in America?
2: I don't know. Do the laws cross over? I well,
1: I didn't think so, but we were just notified that the probation, office, probation violation has launched an investigation. TMZ is reporting that Justin Bieber is once again in the crosshairs of the L.A. County, Prose- uh, LA County Probation Department because of his Canada arrest, just set in motion a chain reaction that could put him behind bars. Now, the law enforcement says they're, constant, they're in contact with Canada to find out the details of his arrest, but this could violate his probation, which could put him in jail. Now, this guy is beyond a moron.
2: Well, but, you know, I mean, to devil's advocate here, he was on about a four-wheeler thing. What did he do? Did he run into somebody and did they, when they saw it was him, did they overreact and they would have, if it had just been, you know, a regular person that's not a celebrity? You know, know, they're going to do all different sides to the story.
1: The thing is, is if you put yourself out in the public eye and you're a celebrity, people are going to take pictures of you. Yeah. And if you keep saying you broke up with a girl and you didn't break up with her and you make the paparazzi hungry for pictures, you get what you deserve. And you've got to understand that just because someone takes a picture of you does not give you the right to take their camera from them. That is theft.
2: Is that what he did?
1: He he g- apparently grabbed for the camera or something, and there's some kind of assault charge that was done. Oh. Okay. So you know the thing is, is that he's just got to he's got to grow up, for lack of a better word. This guy he's this, getting a lot of publicity though. He did.
2: He, he, he is, but how,
1: what kind of publicity of will he get besides being somebody's bitch behind bars if he goes to jail? He's following this, the footsteps of Lindsay Lohan. I hate to say that. I never yeah. thought in a million years that I would be talking about Justin Bieber like this. I know. I was. like him. Yeah, but the thing is, is that if this is the kind of if he if he feels like he needs to stay relevant in today's society, this type of publicity is not what he needs to do.
2: Do you think it letting him get his own home at the age of 18, being off on his own without any parental consent? I mean, how many 18-year-olds, you know, don't have any parental um, not consent but parental guidelines? And I mean, an 18-year-old still. Especially with all that money and freedom,
1: well, it takes a that,
2: very calm, mature 18-year-old. I don't know what I would have done. At 18-year-old, given the ability to have my own huge mansion and any car and go anywhere at any time with any money, I mean, it just has
1: got to. Well, my change. thinking of that is this: is that yes, if we're going to point fingers, then po- fingers need to be pointed at his manager, Scooter Braun, and at Usher. You know, and at his at his parents, his his yeah. mother, his mother and well, father. You know, people, but here's the problem: is that his, yeah. all of those people are on his payroll.
2: Exactly.
1: And because of that, he's ultimately in charge.
2: Yeah, and be there
1: has to be some type of limitations to an 18, mm-hmm. because. It,
2: that's what happens. Yeah, now. that's exactly what happens. I think when Britney's mom didn't Brittany's mom and dad or her mom especially used to ride on the bus with her same thing.
1: Yeah, you know, but Brittany, when she had her nervous breakdown, she has been it's it's now been over six years that she still does not have control of her money.
0: Yeah. Her
1: dad still you know and her dad has made a living <laughs> out of oh, yeah. I mean he makes like two hundred grand a year. <laughs> To, to oversee everything, yeah. and you know, uh, you know, you went to back to Brittany. She just spent thirty thousand, you'll like this, on puppies.
2: I saw something about <laughs> she drops you know, five figures on her yep. dogs. But I didn't know what she did with she what bought
1: you... brand new dogs. But any type of purchase that she makes, something like that, she has to she has to she has to follow with the court, so it becomes her public record.
2: So why did it cost thirty thousand dollars? How many
1: dog? she got, and what she got for them? Oh
2: wow! Yeah.
1: <laughs> and and, and TMZ is reporting that her dogs live better than most humans.
2: Yeah, I'm sure thirty thousand could have gone to some, you know, homeless shelters for dogs. Exactly. Animal rescues would have been a better investment.
1: Exactly. That uh that this brings that brings us very good to Miley Cyrus.
2: Uh-huh.
1: who, you know, just a year ago at the Music Awards was twerking her little butt, and I say little butt because she has no butt to twerk.
2: Okay. <laughs> at least
1: Nicki Minaj has a butt to twerk. Okay. And her, her, she was, Nicki Minaj was absolutely disgusting at the Video Music Awards. She I I, I, I put she's trash all over the place because she's trash, in my opinion. But this, this time... Uh, Molly won for Wrecking Ball for Best Video of the Year, she won, and she sent someone on stage to accept the award for her. And it turned out to be a guy who used to be homeless. And he stood up there and he read a deal about 1.2 million teens are homeless in Los Angeles, and Miley is launching this crusade to try to help the homeless. And I just thought it was, hey, you know, she's taking what, you know, because like it or not, people, people, and we when we post things on Facebook about her, people are like, who cares? I mean, people get hateful on social media. Yeah, but the thing is, is that we can tell what people are looking at. And when we post stuff about Miley Cyrus, it's a very looked at post.
2: Well, she still sells lots of music. So. Well,
1: you know, she actually is a very big artist. And, in fact, um, NBC actually did her, uh, concert, um, I forgot what it was, what it was called, actually, uh, but they're in, the, the FCC is actually looking at that concert that was put on, uh, regular television as violating, it cost NBC millions of dollars, oh. because of some scenes she does in it.
0: I see,
1: okay. Okay, so, moving from Miley Cyrus, just a couple of other things, <coughs> Also, uh, be listening up here, because at the very end, we're going to tell you who the OTEP winner is. You know, OTEP is uh, one, of the, one of the artists that we love, and she is also going to be coming up on our show in the next few weeks. Okay. But we have the winner of her latest book, None Shall Sleep. Wonderful. So stay tuned, because we're going to give that name. Um, some sad news, Joan Rivers, she's an iconic comedian. And five days ago, she was having some type of throat surgery.
2: Yeah, on her vocal cords, I read.
1: Right. And the thing is, is that um, she stopped breathing. Oh.
0: Uh.
1: Okay? And no one, no one wants to say this, but the thing is, is that when you stop breathing at 81 years old, for whatever reason it is, There's going to be a problem when you come back. So she was put into a medically induced coma, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: and it is now being reported that they have brought her out of that, and she is now on life support. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Yes. In a statement her daughter has released, she says, on behalf of my mother and my family, we are extremely grateful for all the love and support we have received. At this time, she does remain on life support. I know my mother would be overwhelmed by the continued outpouring of kindness, and I want to thank everyone for keeping us in our prayers. So we definitely want to send our prayers out to Joan Rivers and her family. Um, her that's daughter, Melissa. Everyone, yeah. Yep. And guys, plastic surgery, stop it.
2: Well, I'm not sure. Was it plastic? They said well,
1: we only know what they're telling us, but... I
2: mean, I know she's the queen of plastic surgery uh, routines.
1: I mean, she can't even smile. I mean, you know, I don't even want to make jokes about it because it's it's a sad situation. It is.
2: It it is her life, and uh, there's been lots of women that have died, and men too, from different procedures (laughs) that could have been not done. (laughs) But sometimes they do them anyway, and simple things, blood clots, whatever.
1: It goes on to say that uh, Tuesday, doctors... um, are going to give her, later today, a brain scan to determine if there's any brain damage from the lack of oxygen.
2: Yes, according to how long she was without oxygen.
1: Well, here's the problem I see in this. I see that she was at a little rinky-dink clinic, and uh, Melissa Rivers, which is her daughter, is is considering filing a malpractice suit against them, because she should have been in a hospital for a procedure like this, because if she would have stopped breathing... Then people could have taken care of her right there, but the time it takes to get from the clinic to the hospital, and she's not breathing—that can't be a good—that can't be a good, that can't be a good I'm amount sure of they time.
2: got oxygen or some type of, of something at, even at a little clinic.
1: I would think I so. Know. I would think we, so.
2: We may never know the whole thing until it all—you know—they don't release all everything to us, especially if there's a lawsuit in the horizon.
1: We are just hoping, hoping, hoping for the best.
2: Yeah, wish her for, wish her the best.
1: Okay, let's move on to the winner of OTEP's book, which I'm so excited about this because, you know, uh, we constantly have people that are wanting to uh, win Otep stuff, so I think maybe it's time that we do that.
2: Yeah, drum roll.
0: Or
1: we'll do this. Oh, much more professional. <laughs> It's her single. She's so coy. Cool. She's so coy. Okay. She's so coy. And we are giving away a book to Sarah McLean. Sarah McLean, M-C-C-A-N-N. Is it McLean? Sorry. I'm M-C-C-A-N-N. McLean. There you go. Sarah McLean. Thank you, Robin.
2: No L. McC- no
1: L. Sarah McLean. You need to go to All You Need to Know Radio's Facebook page and private message us so we can get you your free None Shall Sleep book from the amazing Otep Shemaya. Awesome. So you are the winner. All right, so with that, one more piece of very sad news that we are going to close this show with today.
2: Oh, great. Let's close it with the sad news.
1: Robin Williams. We're going to close it with a tribute to Robin Robin Williams, so we're going to let everybody hear this. Now, make sure you come back next Wednesday and listen to us at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. We would like to thank you for joining us, uh, everybody in the United States and beyond and around the world, and we even have have listeners in outer space, Robin. Aren't you excited about that?
2: Yeah, I heard about them.
1: (laughs) So I am your host, Luke Diesel, with the amazing –
2: Robin
1: Here is our tribute to Robin Williams Sarah, make sure you email us on Facebook Make sure you join us We say goodbye to one of the best comedians of our time He will never be replaced This is All You Need to Know Radio Take a listen
3: Please, don't worry so much Because in the end, none of us have very long on this earth
0: Life is fleeting. And if you're ever distressed, cast your eyes to the summer sky when
3: the stars are strung across the velvety night and when a shooting star streaks through the blackness turning night into day. Make a wish. Think of me. Make your life spectacular. I know I did.
1: This was all you need to know, radio? Have a great evening. Thank you for joining us. Good night.
0: I look into the window of my mind. Reflections of the fears I know.
3: I do